the player I'm going to get mad at you guys about, just so, you know, steal yourself. Failure. You take it very personally. You shame me, guys. You shame me. Uh-oh. Tell me why I'm wrong. So I'm just going with my heart over my head, because my head is stupid anyway. Prepare for total domination. Oh, that's just dumb, though. I've never been proven more wrong in my life so quickly and so dramatically. Recording February 6th, 2023. We are the sixth podcast of the year. This is, I'm getting off to a little bit of a, a less enthusiastic start just because can't let it pass the earthquake that has hit Turkey and Syria. Current death toll is at 3,800. We know this is both areas or Turkey is an area where a lot of WNBA players play. Everybody has been, who plays in the WNBA has been reported safe, but there is one player who is a teammate of Ty Harris and Queen Egbo. A name Nile Edagan, and I hope I'm saying that right, who was visiting her grandmother in the Malaita province. And that was an area that was particularly roughly hit. They're trying to get updates from family and loved ones, but it's probably going to be a while because that whole area is buried. So prayers up to her, to anybody affected by this. I hope that she winds up okay and they're able to recover her. But yeah, just something that we wanted to get out of the way first. A little somber before we hop into free agency. Just prayers up for everybody out there. It, it is really rough. It is a rough region as it is. Very war-torn region. It sucks. So thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in Turkey and Syria. All right. Now, moving on. Welcome. Sixth podcast of the year. Free agent extravaganza. We're going to talk about some of the, the moves that have been made since we last got together last week. And just a... You know, kind of give our thoughts a little bit on on what the teams, how we feel about each of these deals and what the teams are kind of shaping up to be. A lot of them are really the jury's still out. I think Seattle only has seven players signed at the moment. So there's a lot more to be done. We're not, we don't have complete pictures of everybody just yet. A couple of little news notes is there was a really, really great article in defector today from let me get this name wrong let me let me look at it real quick <laughs> on purpose <laughs> huh? you said let me get this name wrong <laughs> no or did i say let me get this? oh my god no 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 i'm, I'm really you, this is my kryptonite you all know that pronouncing people's names uh, even when i know their names is is really really hard you are me. still celebrating that championship in the <laughs> next one that's why champagne I, I, i'm hungover on life in general <laughs> Hey, that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> so let me bring this up real quick. It is be, it is behind a paywall. There's obviously ways around that, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it. But yeah, it called, it was by Matrei Anantharaman. And I know I probably got that right, but she's awesome. She is one of my favorite turning into kept really fastly becoming one of my favorite WNBA writers. And she writes for Defector and it is called caring is a competitive advantage. I'm not going to go through all of it. But basically, she brought up a recent tweet from Michelle Smith, who is a basketball writer. And Michelle Smith said in her tweet, Hey, WNBA fans, are we going to talk about the optics of the two richest owners in the league building super teams, quote unquote, super teams before everyone's eyes while supposedly operating under the same salary cap as everyone else? And then that got quote tweeted by the majority investor of the Atlanta Dream, Larry Larry Gottesdiener. I think that's how he pronounces his name. And he basically said, who, basically she, he said, who said 
here he's he's uh, these are the two richest people i think he was flexing a little bit and that's correct because mark davis is not like a big entrepreneur he just owns an nfl team he's not some super rich guy who's got businesses all over the world and she says that matray says that davis is probably like maybe the fifth or sixth richest out there it just seems like He's one of the richest WNBA owners because he actually puts money into it. And he he advocates for spending money. So that is, uh, the, the, the title is great. Caring is a competitive advantage. You know, it's it's the owners that are looking at this and seeing their teams as an investment and not a charity case and want to put money into it and make them seem like they're a big deal. That you know, all of a sudden people are saying, well, whoa, this is unfair that these teams are willing to spend money, but it has nothing to do with their overall amount of wealth. It just has to do with that with them willing to be able to put money into it. Larry, Larry Gottesdiener, by the way, is, is already one of my favorite owners because he's very, very online on his Twitter account. If you're, if you can go find him and he has a lot to say, he, at one point in response to somebody said, the NBA should let the WNBA should drop the WNBA and just let it swim on its own. And his quote tweet response to that was, if only. I think he agrees with me that he would like to get the NBA out of the WNBA. The other big article that came out this week was on ESPN talking about the charter whole thing, the charter thing got brought up. But this isn't even about the charter. That was the most interesting thing. It was mentioning that the WNBA is owned 42% by the NBA. 42% by the WNBA and 16% by the investors that gave the $75 million a couple of years ago now, was it? Or whenever it was. Who put in the $75 million. They put it in for 16% equity into the WNBA. Now, I don't know what, what the WNBA means in this instant. Is it, does it mean like the rights, the, the rights and the money that is not shifted to the teams for television? What does it mean in this context? I don't really understand, but knowing that the NBA owns 42% of it, then they're getting something out of it and they have an investment into it. And then the WNBA itself doesn't even have like a majority interest in its own league. It's very, very strange. We have to interview somebody one of these days who knows, who knows what all of this stuff means. Cause I'm really, really curious now. Like, what is this, what does this investment mean? Like when the money comes back, does the stuff that not, that doesn't go to the teams, 42% of it goes to the NBA and, and the WNBA only gets to keep 42% of it and 16% goes God knows where for the people who, who put in 75 million. Incidentally, 16%, 75 million is 16% of 429 million. I think I did, I did the math on this and I tweeted about it, which is less than half of, of Kathy's own evaluation that the league is worth a billion dollars. So. They, if the, she thinks the league is worth a billion dollars, then 75 million was near, not nearly enough for 16% equity into it. 
So there you go. Yeah. A lot of interesting things are coming out of that. Just before we started pod potting, Cappy showed up in Portland and, you know, gave, gave the spiel said, this is reported by Brenna Green, who I guess was there covering it. NBA Kathy Engelbert on Portland as a potential WNBA city. And if it's a finalist for a franchise, this event tonight has been great to see blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't be here if Portland wasn't on the list. And then added, doesn't seem like the league is adding another team. She really wants it to be two teams until 2025. But there is no set timeline. Expansion teams could be as long as four years out. So hope none of you were holding your breath. And I think like a lot of this is just connected. I think, I don't know what the division is. If it's the, if it's the NBA that doesn't want, that wants to hold back and not have this, have all of a sudden all this money be invested. Or if there's a thing between the, the owners that want to invest and the owners that don't, they don't want to, you know, put, put more money into this or whatever the division is. Cause I don't think it's rich teams, poor teams. Seattle has created, they're, they're, they're not owned by a rich outfit and they've, they've got, they've gone ahead and, and sprung for a new big facility for them. So I think they're on board. Godestiner has also said he would love to pay for charter flights. He would love to be allowed to do that. So he's on board. We know Mark Davis and Josiah are on board. So I'm wondering what the division is between the, we would love to invest in this and make it a big thing and treat it like it's a big thing. And the people who are like, eh, it's, it's a thing I, I own because I'm supporting women's sports, but I don't want to put any money into it. So just taking all this as a whole, what immediately comes to mind for you? And let me start with you, Becky. Not sure I understand the question. <laughs> well, like, like, how do you, how do you feel do with, you with all of this information? <laughs> I do like the, I really like the headline, Carrie's competitive advantage. I did not mm-hmm. read the article myself, so I can't speak to that content. I'll link it to to our our it does seem like there's kind of that dividing line it's not no one can offer you that much money but you can be offered better amenities better treatment I do worry with Chicago I know Courtney Vandersloot on her way out said a really nice things about the owner in her post but it does seem like Chicago may be one of those places that doesn't have those extras that keep stars I don't know. With all of the Kathy stuff, I'm just, I don't really, I don't really, it's just all corporate speak mm-hmm. from her. So I never really take anything she says gospel truth. Just all of her statements are so vague to mean nothing, which means she's great at corporate speak, but every new, you know, Kathy and Gilbert announcement. Yeah, she really has like shot her credibility all to hell. Yeah. Which, some of the things that she says. That's what I thought. Okay. MJ, what are your thoughts? That That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Isn't it? So 42, 42, and 16. I, I want to know that number two that the NBA is taking in because they don't need that much. If anything, they should flip. Hell, what? Maybe... 
what's what would that number be to to make it where they're 16 because they're at 42 what's that oh you 46? think they should go to 16 and, and yeah flip and 42 for the flip, rest of that to the WNBA flip 26 to the WNBA and yeah. go to 16 if that's the right is that am I doing my numbers you know right? what that was really good <laughs> that was really good on the fly math you did that was yeah perfect. so good yeah, job. they they need to flip that over because they have way too much income coming in you know especially off the players themselves selling jerseys and stuff like that. Just concessions from the buildings and whatnot, because a lot of the owners just flat out own it and they get a certain percentage of the basketball-related income and mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's just so much money coming in. Then a new TV deal is coming. The, the cap's supposed to jump by like $20 million or something like that. Like It's just so much money going into the NBA that they don't need to have that much stake in it. I know they had something to do with the birthing of the WNBA, but that okay. doesn't matter because at point at some point you have to let the the child figure out or at this point the the twenty six year old learn how to <laughs> no seriously you know what I'm no saying? I know like, I'm just I just like I like, like how you're like treating the 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 WNBA as like this it's adult an adult who's now in, who's in college <laughs> yeah in college you gotta yeah. you gotta let her sink or swim and and, and it won't sink you know and mm-hmm. the the NBA could still be there but. Just don't take so much of the basketball related income because what forty two percent and you're yeah. your you're your own entity. Oh, okay, yes, I know it's your investment, but it's its own. It's it's definitely its own. It's separate. You know, yeah, they mesh mesh it together when you got like Candace on TNT and stuff like that, or she's on NBA TV and and stuff like that. But you know, Cheney as well on ESPN. You know, sitting next to NBA players and stuff like that. But at the end of the day. That doesn't matter. That's just more exposure and visibility for the sport. So why take the income that will come in? Because you have these faces of the league and figureheads that are a part of the league. Because Cheney is like the president of the WNBPA, right? NECA. Or did or NECA. Okay, so NECA yeah. is. I'm sorry. So it's just like, yeah, why are you? It's like almost a, 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 a what type of governmental is it like a monarchy almost? <laughs> I want to say a dictatorship. I want to go that far, but mm-hmm. it's it's just like you're in control of so much without the need. You know, I could see if it was something that you were using for. Well, no, that wouldn't be an accurate way to say that either. I was going to say for the growth for growing, but you're grown, so yeah, it's time for yeah. I'm I'm I agree with that. Not to let it just sink though, but to just give them that income and match what the investors have, because that's pretty much who's in it. I want to know exactly who in the NBA is in control of that 42%. Is that owners? Yeah. I, I want to know what it, that entails. What does that mean exactly? I think I got somebody in mind. I'm going I'm to right. shoot him a message and because he probably knows. I'd I'll I'll pick his brain. Love to talk to anybody who actually knows uh, yeah. what this actually means. Because yeah, he's on both sides too. So right. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Yeah, that was just some interesting stuff that came up and immediately caught my attention this week. Just a really, really great article from Atrey. If you have a defector subscription, I highly recommend it. Go and check it out. I wish it wasn't paywalled. It was so good. So, so, so good. And it, it's it's probably like the best WNBA article going to read all year. It's tremendous. All right, moving on. Free agency. So we're gonna, we're just going to do this team by team. Talk about the the key signings. We'll 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 just we'll mention everybody who's who got signed, and then whatever we have a comment on. Cool. We'll start with the Atlanta Dream. We already know that uh, about the trade. Christy Wallace to the Indiana Fever for Daniel Robinson. We know the Alicia Gray trade. Twenty twenty three number three pick. Twenty twenty five first round pick. 
for Alicia Gray to join the team. Since that time, Nia Coffey has signed a one-year deal to return to the team. It is protected for 130K. She she had a really subpar uh, season last year, So, but it, this is kind of an indicator that they believe in her. And they, mention, they, I think we predicted she would leave. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we, I'll, I, I should mention, mention that. Yeah, we, <laughs> I, I'll, we I'll, I'll mention the ones that we got go right because there are not a lot of them. <laughs> so yeah, she returned 130K protected. I'm really happy for her. And that's cool that they believe in her enough to to give it another shot. And on top of that, he resigned on training camp deal. So that's a minimum salary unprotected. Happy that they're back. They, they blossom when coming over to Atlanta. So this is more of an opportunity to extend that. And then I, I, I sorry, AD Drew. I'm saying, I, I see a, say AD Drew because that's what's in, that's what's in across the timeline. I know that they go by AD. And then Monique Billings signed a one-year deal. And that was for 145K, which is, I think, 5K over what she made last year. One-year deal protected. So far, they're just kind of bringing everybody back. And they are also kind of kicking it, kicking the can down the road again. I think it was kind of the same thing that they did last year. Short-term deals, keep, you know, keep the, the salary low for, for the committed salary low to hopefully grab a high impact free agent. This is where spending some of that money may come in handy, Mr. Goddess Diener. If you want to improve and make Atlanta a super destination, start breaking out the cash to, to, to make it an attractive proposition to go there. Give them some cool training facilities and a bunch of other neat stuff. Lots of toys to play with. Maybe that will help bring, bring somebody over. But yeah, so far that's been it for them. No real big changes. Just the, the Danielle Robinson, we know they're coming in as a point guard. That was not a, a really good deal given salary and age. And then Alicia Gray, fantastic. And then it's just everybody coming back. So let's get thoughts. MJ, I know this is one of your teams, your young core teams. How are you feeling about this? Bring her in. <laughs> who is her bring her in you talking about atlanta right and monique yeah, yeah. Oh, okay monique is in yeah yeah if that's who you were talking about for free that that they signed right nia coffee ad oh oh nia. oh all of them yeah all of them i was thinking about monique just herself yeah i like it you know i want atlanta to get some veterans and some players that are already that already have their feet wet in the league to go with a ryan howard and they have they I think they do have their pick, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just they got the just, number three pick. Uh, it's also. up from here. I seen yeah. somebody tweet out that they think that Atlanta is gonna be a really big deal because of these moves. And I was thinking, like, damn, like you're going, you sound like me reaching with <laughs> New York last year. But you know, I'm all for it because I want to see them grow and mm -hmm. and especially yeah, I kind of was feeling what you mentioned. Well, not the, oh, the team, the super teams are the teams with the most money thing that whoever, who said that? Somebody, you said they tweeted that. Yeah. But I do also want the there to be some parody where it's just not like knockdown Warriors versus Cavs type of things going on, where it's just like for four years, we just get the same finals. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I don't kinda, think it's going to be like that. No, I don't, I don't think so either. But it, you know. We will need some teams to become rivals and and actually contest against teams like that, especially if Chicago keeps loading up like they're like they seem to be doing, and if Seattle has any type of 
like resemblance of its old self after the smoke clears on, on free agency. So I love this deal for Atlanta. So yeah, especially especially Naya Coffee coming in too. Like I really like her. Yeah, I hope she has a uh, bounce back season with the shooting. It was pretty brutal last year. I think 29%, if I'm not mistaken. What about you, Becky? How are you feeling about Atlanta? I'm feeling good about Atlanta. I will note they do not have their number three pick anymore. That was oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Blank. That's right. Trade where it off where did Dallas. it go? Went to oh, Dallas for Alicia Oh, Gray. my God. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> Atlanta's, Atlanta's about to go ham, but I'm sorry, Becky. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to be a very fun team. They're already were a fun team, but then adding Alicia Gray just makes it an even more mm. fun team. And they have a lot of young players that are continuing to develop. Like you mentioned, AD really took a big leap last year, which is very exciting after they, you know, either long COVID or out for a while. Nas Hillman turning out to be a really, really solid young player. Cheyenne Parker, we talked about in the Top Bigs podcast. Mm. And they still have a few more, looks like they still have four open spaces to fill out. Yeah, I, I don't know that any, I mean, Barring Marina Mabry is probably the biggest realistic name out there. If somebody wants to take a, uh, take a shot at, on a restrict, restricted, restricted free agent contract, there are enough teams out there without real point guards at this moment where I think it's not a bad idea just to push your chips in and see if you can grab her. Yeah. Um, there's also the tip pays question and tip Hayes, right is to where is what is tip Hayes doing is she come and i'm starting to think that she's just going to come back because like everything else is kind of settling into place i still can see her going to connecticut it's a little with the moves with adding daniel robinson and alicia gray yeah i'm not sure you would make you know yeah, yeah i think you're right moves if you're bringing in tip Hayes, but i i don't think that means she wouldn't fit into this roster yeah yeah, no, that's good. That's like a really have good a point. More room in the kind of big rotation right now, but we'll see. Yeah, so yeah. that's another big domino. Is, is where does Tipe's go? Question marks there, and hmm. we'll probably know a lot more about this Atlanta team. You know where she's going, and well, please try to get it done by next week because you know one, we would appreciate it. Great, we would like that. Talk that would be great. All right. Anyway, moving on over to the. We'll, we'll just rip this band-aid off. Chicago Sky. Some pretty good news since since the, the great calamity. So let me filter this a little bit better. All right. Courtney Williams. One year deal, 160K protected. Seems seems like a pretty good deal to me. Elizabeth Williams, two year deal. 135k each year, fully protected. Isabel Harrison, you you, you got you, yes, sir. You got one of your targets. Congratulations on that, Becky. 160k. Izzy Harrison to the sky for a while. I don't know why it was <laughs> been like this should happen, and it did. Yep. It, it did happen. 160k both years protected. So that's good. And then a couple of training camp contract signees of of players that I think you were trying to get the vibes. On Fiona Fitzgerald, Robin Park. A little worrisome is they, they extended a qualifying offer to Rebecca Gardner that has not been signed yet. And she tweeted out a picture of an hourglass. I think she wants, and we'll, we'll get into what Ezzy's deal was, but it, it's basically even from the reserve position now, I think some players are starting to go, you know what? 
if I sign a two-year deal with you, this takes me into to free agency, one year of restricted free agency. And I think you should give me some money in year one to account for whatever money that we're going through in year two. I think some agents kind of got wise to that a bit and said, yeah, I'm not just going to sign the qualifying offer because that fourth year is also kind of guaranteed. Uh, if, if you let it go to three to do the fourth year extension and it's still not a whole lot of money, you could still negotiate from that point on. So I suspect Rebecca is holding out here and saying, I had a really good season for you last year. Show me the money. So that's the only, that's the only little, little splot of ink in the fishbowl. Other than that, Courtney Williams, Isabel Harrison, Kalia Copper, that's a vibes team. That's a hustle team. That's a team that is going to have some great Instagrams and TikToks and, and everything else. And we also get to be, feel happy for Eric Nemchak because his best friend, Elizabeth Williams, is going to be playing on his team. So, Becky, give me your thoughts. I was texting Eric to try to confirm whether or not Elizabeth Williams had a pet. <laughs> the update thing. Sounds like no. Oh, all right. Fortunately, but maybe we can get her a pet (laughs) from the sixth pot of the year. Here is an armadillo or something. I don't know. I can look up with with Paws Chicago where I got my rescued kitten to be perfect. I have gone through, I think, all five stages of grief now, and I'm feeling excited about this team. It is completely different from our old team, but I like that Clea Copper's team now, right? And She's going to be the star. We brought him some really good pieces. Courtney Williams, we've talked about some of the flaws, but one of the flaws <laughs> is never the vibe. True. I hope her dad comes to the game. Yes. That's a fun time. We sit behind the bench, so I'm just excited to see whatever goes on on the bench. Elizabeth Williams, I like her game. She seems like just such a great personality. Eric says we'll love to root for her. And then Isabel Harrison, I think it's like, Someone who was not always getting the time she should have gotten at mm-hmm. the wing and was a little vocal about that. But I think she's she's very promising. I'm really excited to see what she's gonna do. And yeah, the big if we lose Rebecca Gardner as well, that's gonna be a bummer. That's gonna be a big bummer that he couldn't James could not bring back. Right. And he better keep Rebecca top five unrestricted free agents. And we don't technically know what's happening with Emma Misaman, but I think there are no signs pointing to her resign. Yeah, there have been there have been reports both both her and Alaman are sitting out this year. Yeah. We still have Ann Waters on the on the bench. So <laughs> maybe Team Belgian will come back. <laughs> and get on the Belgian Belgian phone. Make some calls. Excited, you know, James has occasionally not been let best scout but he did scout out rebecca gardner bring her over yep. so as you mentioned and I held a spot for her uh into she didn't she didn't sign come into the team until after the season started they held a spot yeah. for her and said this this person is on the team that that was a ballsy move yeah yeah he knew it so i'm excited to see what beyond it's gerald and robin parks have for us if they make it through training camp i've started to try to investigate the vibe but it, it is a little difficult with some of the overseas players to figure out mm-hmm exactly what's going on. Robin Parks seems to have great style from her Instagram, but that's all I got oh, nice. so far. But I think that'll fit in perfectly with the rest of our team who are incredibly much. There you go. Just start going for that, the drip, those drip awards. 
I mean, I we have a... Kalia Copper, Isabel <laughs> Harrison, Dana Evans, Courtney Williams. Yep. Pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I like it. I, I think they're a point point guard away still, but if if they get Rebecca, you know, satisfy her her financial requests and along Courtney, Rebecca, Dana, point guard to be named later, Kalia Copper, Isabel Harrison, Elizabeth Williams, hopefully, you know, Ruthie Liru. If if she comes over, I I don't I don't hate that team. Marina Mabry, <laughs> Marina Mabry, yeah, somebody, somebody, <laughs> please, just just go all in. There's well, there's so many. Like I mean, we could go through this and be like, do, does does this team have a point guard? Does this team have a point guard? And there's quite a few that y- you don't really see a full time. And I, I even think Marina is is still. I feel like she's more of a combo guard, like straight up, straight up point guard. But yeah. nevertheless, she's a ball handler and and she's one with a lot of promise, I think. And I think one whose weaknesses can be can be at least partially chalked up to plays playing style, which is largely out of control at times. And that is a, a result of the team that she's been on. So I think the right coach can really turn Marina into a huge asset. We'll see. And her uh, her deficiencies on defense can be covered too by a really good, good defensive and, team. Yeah, and Courtney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so. would it would not be the worst place for her to wind up. Yeah, her and Tip are just like the big the big shoes to drop. And then also when we find out if you know whatever's happened in New York, we'll get to that. All right. Anyway, moving on. Connecticut. Not a lot of moves so far since we know about the the Jonquil Jones, Jasmine Thomas trades. We've already talked about those coring Brianna Jones, so she's going to get the max. Just since then, they've only done three three moves. They signed jo- Joiner Holmes to a training cap contract. That's good, bringing her back. I like Joiner Holmes. Natisha Heideman got signed to a two year deal. We we still don't know the numbers yet. And Kiki Harrigan stats has it at one hundred and twenty each year. Okay, but that's pretty good. I think she could get a little more. But yeah, that's good. That is pretty good. That's uh, that's a really friendly deal for Connecticut. But I guess I'm not sure they have enough room for. And then uh, Makia Herbert Harrigan is also on a training camp contract. So yeah, Heidemann's the big deal. Great for her. Great for Connecticut. I think this is their point guard for the immediate future. Also could be considered somebody who's more of a shooter, but still you kind of take what you can get, I think in this case, and uh, she's a good young player. So any particular thoughts on this, Becky? Nothing new from when we discussed last time. I yeah, I thought Teaspoon was coming back, so it'll just be interesting to see. It's kind of it's Alyssa Thomas's team now, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, what does that look like? Yeah, yeah, basically. All right, uh, moving on over. Next up, we have the Dallas Wings. MJ's ex. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, you know, I'm not even gonna say. You know, this. So I, I've been listening to some of our old podcasts. Yeah, and every time that we get to the Dallas Wings, Michael says, "No, nah, I'm I'm not going to say anything." And then I'm I'll say gonna a keep, lot. I'm going to keep my mic muted. And then one time, you I swear to God, you talked for like 20 straight minutes. Damn, after that happened, what which is okay on this podcast. That's Moving on. All right, <laughs> so we know about the Alicia Gray trade. Dallas Tier McCowan got signed to a three-year deal i don't have the the numbers immediately in front of me but it was a lot i think it was like 190k i have the numbers i have okay i'm on her hoop stat oh go for it which has the great salary cap details it is 190 195 7 and 201 there you go 
2025. So yeah. Yeah. So basically the lower max, roughly around there, a little bit less than that. I think that is, that's a, that's a very, that's a big deal for somebody who's on defense. We're not sure about. She could be a really, really good offensive player. And, you know, she she has shown, obviously shown extended flashes of doing that. She does some things very, very well, better than just about anybody else, with maybe the exception of Brianna Jones in her ability to do offensive rebounding and putbacks and all of that. Defensively, still a bit suspect. They're they're kind of banking on, banking on a bit here. And it is a bit of a risk. But at the same time, you know, this is, this is kind of what you have to do. Sadly... Bella Allery has announced her retirement from playing basketball. Before that, she's, they suspended her for a full season for personal decisions. But then, like, it was a day later, she came out and basically just said that she was going to stop playing basketball and she was going to look into something on the business side of that. She went to Princeton. Makes perfect sense. Just, like, start making money with your Ivy League education and doing that. I'm, I'm happy for her. I'm also sad, but I'm sad as a basketball fan because I really enjoyed watching her play defense. It was like one of the most remarkable transformations from the player that she was in college to becoming a very good WNBA defender for at least one year. She was really, really good and she was a lot of fun to watch and I'm bummed that we don't get to see more of that because that was pretty cool. Crystal Dangerfield, two-year deal. I believe it's also protected. Becky, do you have those numbers? Crystal Dangerfield is listed as 80,000 each year, unprotected. Unprotected. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. She had a, a bit of a renaissance with the New York Liberty. Very, very low usage, but she is at least a player that I think you can rely on to take handle the ball, take control of it and such. And we will kind of see how she fits in on this team with Veronica Burton. And who am I, who else am I thinking of? I thought they had another point guard that that was looking to to get some time. And it looked I, I, I kind of thought that was a weird bit. I really wouldn't want her taking Veronica's minutes. I think Veronica Burton is the player that you have to kind of give a shot and, and and see if she does it. It does make having her and and Veronica Burton makes it seem less likely that they're interested in bringing Mabry back. Could be. And then Kalani Brown. Uh, signed to a training camp contract. That's pretty awesome. Happy to have her back in the league. And Kalani Brown backing up Tira McCowan would really be, really be something. That is a lot of height there. All right. So, MJ, what do you, how do you feel about your ex here? How, how's she looking? I guess a little bit more thinner, but and more of a, a what's the word I'm looking for? They also, don't they have... Kalani Brown and Crystal Dangerfield, which is like the, an amazing height disparity. Yeah. And I, I, I just think that they kind of lightly went in the right direction because you don't have so many players that are just so young and have so much upside, at least with like Natasha Howard. And, and that kind of frees up some things, but we still have to see the product on the floor. I'm going to just keep it short and sweet. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I'll tell you one thing I hate. I do not like the Satu, Natasha, Tira front court combination mm-hmm. at all. I think that they, they, they operate too much within the same space. And it's probably actually maybe even a good thing that Natasha is not going to be going inside for her as much for her post-ups because they have been among the worst plays in the league over the past few seasons. But still, I, none of these, I mean, Natasha can shoot threes and she really likes to shoot threes, but I don't, I just, I don't see this group meshing 
I don't see how Satu fits in. I don't think Satu is a wing. I think Satu is a big. And she Dang. plays like a big. I agree with that. Yeah, it's I just I don't see it. I don't see them starting alongside each other and that working. I will have to see how it goes. But that right there is a big red flag to me. Anyway, Becky, what do you feel? Yeah, I I agree that it the Natasha Howard fit is a little odd. Yeah. This team is pretty big, heavy right now. I really like that they invested big in Tierra McCallan. They also mm-hmm. invested big in Enrique. And, you know, I like that this team says this is, you know, we've identified the star player and we're just going to throw the money at them. We want them here. But now they have Natasha Howard and Tierra McCallan and Satu Sabli. And then Charlie Collier and Awakweer are still there. Yep. Awakweer has thrown, has shown a lot more flashes than Charlie Collier has. So yeah. Charlie, it has to be said, has not been given the time to show much. So I hope, I hope that Charlie gets, you know, sent somewhere else, our sides of somewhere else and may occasionally choose to play her. But you worry about, you know, Awakweer is a player that, a great young player that you want to develop. But, how far back in the rotation is she going to be? Yeah, I think yeah, I think she's got a lot of promise. It's just the way that she's even developed from from year one has has been really nice. Yeah, I don't know if Kalani Brown will make it out of training camp just based on all the bigs they have on the roster, unless things move around. But right. don't you kind of love the idea of Tierra McCallum goes out and then Kalani Brown comes in? You're just like, shit, you know, <laughs> like they're two mega bigs. <laughs> That would be fun. I kind of hope it happens. I, I would enjoy that. I enjoy that fit. And I, I really like Lonnie Brown. She's got a great personality, I think. She's just someone I want to have around. Very brief ace, Las Vegas ace, Kalani for like a month in preseason. All right, moving on over to Indiana. We have, I don't know how to feel about this. It, on the surface, it's a head scratcher. For this year, I don't really mind it. For next year is where I think it really, it, it's, it's, it's really questionable. So the Fever signed Erica Wheeler. And I know point guards are at a premium, and she is somebody who's definitely a point guard. Has not been the greatest defensive player over the past two seasons. They signed her to the max deal, basically. 202,154 protected two-year deal. I don't know where this number came from, how, how, they, how they decided that they really needed to give her the max. But they did, so... Okay, Maya Caldwell also signed a one-year deal, a, a little over the the minimum, which is kind of neat. Sixty-eight thousand. Maya Caldwell had played pretty well for the Atlanta Dream. A little surprised they didn't work, you know, work harder to bring her back. But Indy benefits, and then training camp contracts to a. Trio of interesting names, Chelsea Perry, Renaya Davis, and Kayla Pointer. And then today, it was announced, I think it was today, it was announced that Victoria Vivian's signed a two-year deal protected 135K in year one, 137K in year two. Friend of the pod, Stephen Trinkwald, tweeted, what, what two players last year played, had 30 starts, and true shooting percentages under 500. It was Erica Wheeler and Victoria Vivians. Yeah, the Vivians thing, I don't understand. I don't understand the protection for that. She she's not had a a true shooting percentage above 500 for the past 3 years. 
And on top of that, you know, I'd rather, you'd rather give that time to, to Lexi Hull. You know, I, Emily Angsler, I see more of as a big, I don't think she's going to play as much wing, but you're, you're going to have Kelsey Mitchell. You're going to have Lexi Hull. You're going to have just players that you would, you would rather see in that spot. I would think, I don't know that that was a head scratcher. The Erica Wheeler, big signing. This year, I don't care so much. They don't. They they have the money to spend whatever, and they need a point guard. And they just wanted to lock one down. I kind of get it. I don't like the two year deal. I don't like them having that big max slot taken up for next year, especially when it look it's going to look a lot more attractive. I think with coming off of joining the team, but that's where I sit with them. Still very excited, and I I'm I've, I've getting higher and higher hopes for this team. As, as things go along, I'm really talking myself into them. But let us get your thoughts. MJ, this is your your current WNBA squeeze. Tell us what you think about the Fever so far with these deals. They are very guard heavy. <laughs> and I know yeah, they they're are. expecting, they better draft Aaliyah Boston. Oh, they or, will. Or none of this makes sense. No, they will. They will. <laughs> if, they, if they're not, then they have to be kicked out of the league. That's the rule. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing they did it. They they did the Erica Wheeler signing and extended Victoria because or if she was a free agent. Yeah. So maybe they're not anticipating too much progress from Destiny and Lexi. You know? No, I don't, like maybe, I don't think that's true. I think that it's it's probably, you know, just insurance. But I, I like I'd like to see Lexi Hull get start. some time and just and just yeah, see see what she can do with some minutes. I don't think they're going to win the title anyway this year. They could really make the playoffs. I I, I do believe that that's a possibility. But yeah, like what? Maya called called what what you taking a page out of my books now? Oh, we'll get into this. We'll get into this during the thing. I am I am relatively high, especially given the state of things this year with a lot of teams kind of falling back. Yeah, I'm feeling the Indiana fever. Okay. Yeah, come on board. Come on, I'm on board. <laughs> Especially once AB gets here, it's gonna be man. Oh, yeah, wait till we and start that, talking the top twenty-five players. You you may be surprised. Oh, oh I know AB's already on it somewhere. A, a, on yours, I've, we'll see. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, it's just a couple of like head scratchers in the middle of this with me with Wheeler and Vivian. I don't know. It probably won't really matter that much. Also, I don't know why it's like if you're gonna say okay, Victoria Vivians, we're gonna give you a two-year deal protected. Why not give her the majority of the money this year? And have the salary lower in 2024 when you would have more room to play with. And just, yeah, yeah like, like the Seattle did that with Ezzy. They, they, they did the 2020, they made the 2024 three salary higher than the 2024 salary. And that that's freaking smart because you're going into another free agency and you want all as much room as you can get. So anyway, Becky, how are you feeling about the fever? I think your confusion about these people rests the fact you're focusing on those players' statistical output and yeah. not the vibes they bring to the team. <laughs> I've said, I'm very vibe-free in my analysis. <laughs> Doria Vivians has been on the team for a long time. Yeah. She's a great TikToker. She's a lot of fun. Makes great videos in the locker room. Love to have her. Erica Wheeler had her incredible season with the Indiana Fever. Yep. Kate loves her. She did that I belong speech that makes girl cry if you watch it again. I was in the building when she made that speech. Oh my God. I feel like thinking about like, oh, that's so much. So that all makes sense to me from that perspective that they just want to have a a fun team. But I do get that they have Lexi Hall, they have Mike Caldwell, Christy Wallace. 
that mm-hmm. we brought in, and then to also spending money on the Eric Wheeler and Victoria Vivian, Vivian makes a little less sense. But I still very glad to have. Her. Yeah. So, what is this? A name we haven't heard, and maybe she's she's still recovering from injury. Is Bernadette Hatar? Haven't heard anything about her. Oh, I would love to have her back. She's suspended, so they can bring her. And right. she was actually going to come over last year, and then she got injured, like right the last minute. It was such a bummer. She had a really, yeah. good, I think she had like half a season where she was great and really showed a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very intriguing. She had she had a lot out of good finesse skills. Just, yeah, I don't see anything in terms of any updates. I know that her injury was really serious and she was expected to even miss her European offseason. Yeah, maybe, you know, if she does come over with having Aaliyah Boston and Queen Agbo, maybe they don't. Maybe they move her somewhere else. Because it doesn't. Uh, maybe. They don't, they don't need her as much. So we have Boston. We have, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to think of what this rotation looks like right as of now. And I see Boston. I see Melissa Smith. I see Queen Egbo. I think Emily Engsler is mostly a big as opposed to a wing. I think of her as more of a like a four. Yeah, me too. But obviously she's also promising enough that you want to find time for her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So maybe that. Yeah, you could be right. It could be just a case of, look, we have all of these young bigs and we, we want to give them as much playing time as possible. That makes sense. I guess. But yeah, I'd love to see her in the league anyway, even if it's not with Indiana, because really, really intriguing. Big player with with soft skills are always nice. All right, moving on to my team. This is going to be pretty short and sweet. We already know about Candace Parker, who we didn't know the money, which is crazy. Just 100K. Unprotected. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. She sure did. Got a sacrifice for she that success. To, she wanted to make this team give the put as much money towards keeping this team together as she could. And Alicia Clark also fair bargain. Two years. That's a little bit of a risk. Protected, but 110k per year. That's nothing. And then the surprising, the most surprising deal. I can't say the most surprising because Candace Parker only playing for 100k is is bonkers. But Kayla George, minimum salary, but protected which is really, really interesting. It made more sense to me when I started doing a little research on her. I, the only thing I knew is I had watched her on the Opals and I liked her a lot on that team. That's a very different team than a WNBA team. But uh, yeah, she's a baller apparently in Australia. She's got her hands in a lot of little businesses, marketing herself, this and that. I, I would think that it would take more than a minimum salary to pry her away from everything she had going on. So I very well imagine that she would not come over and just, just to be cut. So she probably demanded the protection said, look, you're going to cut me. I'm walking away with 70, however much it is, (laughs) 74,000, whatever. And Becky must've liked her enough to say, yeah, okay, we'll do that. And also Candace Parker, you know, this, this had to be like arranged, right? Cause now we have six protected players. But one of them is Kayla George, and it's not Candace Parker. So she must have, Candace must have had some idea what this plan was. We're going to get Kayla George. We're going to bring her over. This is very important. We have to use one of the protected slots to bring her over. It's important. We need to do this. I don't know. I'm really excited just because Kayla George is Australian, and I love Australians. And she's going to call Becky Bex all season, and it's going to be great. I sent you, Becky, I sent you her dog info. <laughs> Did you see that? 
I did not. Vibes. I know. I, I, I sent it to you. I sent it to you on Twitter. Just, oh. yeah, I tagged you in it. She has two dogs, oh, uh, Coco yeah. and Caesar. Ah, love to add to the tracker. There you go. Add that to the tracker. On top of that, uh, we signed two training com- camp contracts, a Courtney Range, which amazing name for a basketball player, by the way. Yeah. I love that name. Court, like Court Range. Hey, yeah. I didn't think about it but like that. Court yeah. Range. Court Range. <laughs> That's a great name. And then Alexis Peterson, who I, I kind of vaguely know who that is. And then, then to announce today, two things. One, one that is I kind of expected and the other one, which sucks. Yeah. You hated it. You I hated it. Twitter. So they traded the rights to Amanda Zowie B to the Washington Mystics for 2024 or 2025 second round picks. Basically, basically very little, basically practically nothing. And they traded. So what they traded Dirica for to get. The, the rights to Zowie B or, you know, to basically get Derek off the books, I think is what it really amounts to was the 2024 first round pick uh, for for Zowie B, a and the 2024 Vegas 2024 first rounder for, for Zowie B and, tw- and and the Sparks 2024 second rounder. Now, at the time that deal, you could think that may be like two or three spots difference. The Aces finished like first or maybe second or whatever, and and the the Sparks finished like tenth. That's that's just like okay, you move down five spots. No, the Sparks had to go and make a bunch of really nice trades after that. So now it looks it looks much worse. Doesn't look like it's going to be a super good deal. But in any case, there's that, and now they've traded Zowie B. So basically, we traded Dirica and a 2024 first for three second round picks. I kind of hate that. But at the same time, whatever, Candace, it, it, it filled up the space to get Candace, to get Alicia. Just from a trade perspective, I see the point. I still don't like it for all the reasons that we've discussed ad infinitum, which I'm not going to get into again, let alone the circumstances under which it happened, which suck even more. But in any case, I'm, I'm really excited to, to I was, of course, I'm already excited for Candace and Alicia. I'm really excited to see Kayla George and to get Kayla George quotes. She has a badass tattoo, which I really love. And she just seems like a cool, like, like just baller person. I'm, I kind of, I think it's actually kind of cool that she said, yeah, I'm not coming over unless you protect the salary. And, and Becky said, you know what, for you, we're going to do that. Just make me excited. She could be like our version of, of Rebecca, like our Rebecca Gardner in some way. If, if if Becky likes her enough to say, we're giving you a protected salary and work it out with Candace Parker to take an unprotected salary, <laughs> then something's going on. There's something, there's something going on. Also, there's another spot. There has to be for another big. It's not just going to be these three. It's not going to be just Candace and Asia and Kayla George. I ask you a question. Sure. Where's Kia Stokes right now? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> Not been signed. Bring her back. Maybe. I, I think though that Kayla is like a center center. I I don't know that she is somebody who's going to play power forward, but maybe she does. She does have some ball handling skill, and she does have the shot. So maybe they're thinking, okay, you're gonna you're gonna play more of the four than the five. And Kia Stokes, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be great. I'd happily take Kia Stokes back with the rest of this team. We'll see. It, there's there's money now to to do this sort of thing. Uh, it's not a whole lot. It's something like 80, 90 K, something like that. But it's doable. I think they're they're They are going to get another big veteran. I was hoping. Oh, wait, I forgot. Didn't go into this because it's not up on across the timeline yet. They waived Ileana repair. 
and I hate that. And it's it's just quite possible that that uh, they they need the salary cap space now, so a trade or a deal might be imminent for them to bring somebody on board. We might find about it as soon as early as tomorrow. That's the only reason I can think of for waiving her is that they need her salary now for a deal to bring somebody. Give you something to wish for. Tell me. What if suddenly? Sorry, Becky. (laughs) Emma Emma Misaman. Is is she gets that can't that phone call from Candace? You know what? Hey, here's, here's the thing. I think Emma is like Emma. I'm making I'm making the money sign with my hands. Yeah. I don't think Emma is going to be like, yeah, Candace, that was really great of you to play for 100k and unprotected. I don't think Emma Emma ain't about that. Emma's going to be like, give me the money. Yeah, give me everything. <laughs> and I, I this is not a criticism because I'm right there with her. Pay me. Well, I'm not showing up. She's on TV. She gets all these deals. Like her WBA salary is probably her like travel slush. Fund. Yeah, it's, like, that's it that's her pocket money. Matter for her <laughs> and her, you know. But she's. I think she's going to be paying. Uh, she she did that with she did that with Chicago. Yeah, she makes sure like, hey, yeah, no, that's great. You got Ann Waters there. That's awesome. Julie Allman, happy to play with her. Pay me. I don't think she's going to take ninety k unprotected to come to the Las Vegas Aces. That's just not, I don't think she's about that. And I, I respect it because I, I would be the same way. So let me yeah. stop. I might speak. I might have spoken into existence. Everything else been happening. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it does happen, if it does happen, we're going to go crazy. Right, we're printing this. We're putting it out there. <laughs> and I'm going to go buy a champagne bottle for that one. Damn it. We, so I, I've, I've said, I've been kind of listening to some of our older podcasts. Yeah. I, I forgot that I predicted the Derrick thing. What, what about it exactly? I predicted that that they might trade her. Oh, okay. But that was around that was after that was the episode with the parade, if you want to go back and find it. But yeah, I, I was like, I think this could happen. And and yeah, I hated they that I even thought about it. But I just know it's like Becky, I don't think Becky is sentimental. I think Becky's, you know, she strikes me as being very cutthroat and she's going to feel the best damn team that she can. She's here for business. So and I, at the time, I didn't even realize you know, Derek announced at the parade that she was pregnant, but I missed it. I completely missed it because the sound was blah, 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 all over the place. And it wasn't until she announced it on Twitter or mentioned it on Twitter like a couple of days later, that after we recorded, that I was like, oh, oh, okay, all right, she's pregnant. Yeah, so I wasn't thinking that they were going to trade a pregnant woman. I, did, I would not have predicted that, but they did. And I think part of that is that Becky's like, we're going to repeat. You know, she's she's business, and uh, whatever. I'm not criticizing. I still hate it, but I'm. It is what it is. But yeah, I did predict it back then, and when I went back and heard myself do that, I I just like my heart fell out of my chest. It's like I knew this was going to happen. I hate myself for it. I spoke it into existence. Mm-hmm. Manifestation Our, is real, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> for talking about manifestation, uh-huh. I just want James Wade to give the Ilyana a fair call. Uh-huh. I'd love to have her new. Oh wait, who? Ileana. Oh, Ileana. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I, I'm, I'm down. I want Ileana to be to go somewhere else and and show what she can do. I'm really, I am high on her. I think she's going to be good. So, and I'm bummed that she's not going to be good for us. So that sucks. But yeah, Ileana repair. Everybody, teams, go out and get her. I think, she, I think you'll have a good one in your hands. All right. Any thoughts about the aces? Y'all are overpowered. Overpowered. I know. That's unfair. <laughs> Worst thing no, I in love the world. It. I love it. That has never happened. Becky, any thoughts? 
No. Just okay. <laughs> All right. Minnesota Lynx, since we, we last met and caught up with them, Kara McChristmas Kelly retired from the WNBA. That's a real bummer. She was a lot of injuries, just constantly struggling with injuries, which is a shame. She played for a little bit and she was pretty good in her, her brief time. And then just body was not designed to keep playing basketball, which sucks. They signed Tiffany Mitchell. This is another head scratcher from me. I think, I, I think it's just like team signing. It's not that much. It's 135K year one, 139.050 in year two. She might, she's a, play, a player who might do better on a better team. It just kind of might be a, an issue of she was not on a good team and she's more of a finisher type than, than an initiator. So we'll see. Bridget Carlton. One-year deal above above the max and protected. I think it was like 91K, something like that. Lena Milich, one-year deal. Nice. Uh, I think I love her. Yeah, this is like their only real center at the moment as she, well. Unprotected 90K. That's that's great. And she showed up big during last season with, with yeah. all of everybody that was out. She I really had her, her moments. Yeah, she really did. I liked it. Yeah, that's a good one. She came out of nowhere too. Like, I don't know how yes. all of a sudden Minnesota had this Serbian center just hanging out, ready to, ready to play with them. This is a really su- real surprise. Demir Stantis, just a training cap contract. Which, holy cow, that's I, I I would think that she'd get more interest than that, but I guess not. Uh, Lindsay Allen, Stephanie Watts, Maya Dodson, which is kind of cool. Maya, happy, happy to see her. AU, Kiana Williams, all training cap contracts. Interesting collection of names there for the links. Nobody moving the needle. The, the Mitchell thing is like the most significant thing, and I don't feel great about it. Also, they have a lot of wings. Now, Powers, McBride, Mitchell, Bridget Carlton. That's a lot. And, and not, Fee can play on the wing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're going to play her more at four, though. Yeah. And then Nicolina Milic is, is the, the only center. They need point guards. I guess Rachel Bannum still around if they, they, they're going to pick her up again. You know, Cheryl Reeve loves her. And then, and then they need, I, I feel like they still need a starting center. I don't think Mil- uh, Milich is the answer there. So yeah, I don't know. This team is not finished. Because I guess what we can say. Yeah, they look like they're setting themselves up to feel the best team that they really can. That that fits. Uh, they're probably going to go through training camp and do their cuts based on. I mean, every team does that, but that's what they're that's what they're going to do. And or they're setting add- themselves up for like a, a huge tank and just saying, "Let's go, <laughs> go get Kaylee Clark next year." Yeah. Or maybe they make a deal because we still have the draft, and it yeah. might be it might be a draft night deal. They they might be targeting somebody. And well, uh, Haley Jones. I don't know if they have another first rounder. <laughs> no, she got a Sky R drafting that AC too. Okay. There oh, you go. I'm sorry, so, Becky. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I will watch. Oh, oh my, I'm, that's going to be exciting. What? Yeah, that's yeah. another that's another wing, Haley Chicago Jones or or Diamond Miller. Yeah, in that oh, other spot. So that's all, just, a, just a lot of. I, I really don't get the, the. In light of all of this, I, I especially don't get the Tiffany Mitchell signing. But all right, Becky, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it, they they haven't done much yet. I was a little surprised by the Tiffany Mitchell, but I also think I think it could work out for her. That'd be great. The Millage. Deal is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad she got signed. She deserves to be in WNBA. And I also I predicted that Dante could stay around. Yeah, that, I was I was really surprised that was only a training camp contract. I just that that was I think the most shocking thing. But yeah, if Dante's if 
if they don't wind up with another point guard, Lindsey Allen would be perfect point guard for a tank season. Not not so incompetent that she's going to cough up the ball. In fact, she has a really good turnover ratio, but just like somebody to control the ball and not make things too bad and, you know, eat up a minimum salary and then just start over again next year, hopefully with somebody like Caitlin Clark. <laughs> anyway, moving on over. The, we, oh, we did. I, I cannot see very well. I'm getting old. All right. Los Stop. Angeles Sparks. I love Uh-oh. all of these deals. I know. I love everything that they've done here. This is great. Oh, you can be happy too. We're going to talk about your great. girl. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yes. All right, Stephanie Talbot. Uh, Becky, I'll let you do salary here if you want to bring that up. Talbot is protected 112, 115. Yeah. Oh, I love that deal. Good deal. Great deal. Lexi Brown. Lexi. Unprotected. Yep. 78 and then 80. What? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't get the protected deal, but she's in for two years. She seemed okay. really happy about it, too. I, I have an yeah. L.A. Sparks right now. Lexi um, Brown. Azure, Azure <laughs> Stevens. Azure, two-year protected, 190, 195. Hell yeah, Azure. I think that's really good. That 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 money makes sense to me. I guess that I'm not I'm not chuffed with they making 190, but I am with Tier, and I guess maybe that tells me how I, how I rate the two of them. But, all right. And then, and then, Laisha Clarendon. I don't think we have details on that yet, but the Sparks are signing her. her I think that was right. today too. Yeah, Laisha hasn't made the her hoop stats, but I am so yeah, yeah, yeah. excited. They're back in the league. Yes, this is like the best five team. It is so. Yeah, point guards: Jasmine Thomas, Laisha Clarendon. They got they got two real point guards. I don't think very many teams can say the same. And then, on top of that, this wing rotation. I love it so much. Stephanie Talbot, Lexi Brown, Katie Lou. I like that a lot. And then you have Neka, Dirica, you know, she starts. Azure, Shanae. That's a good big rotation. They have the main star. I mean, if you look at the team as a whole, they got their big star in Neka. And they're surrounding her with a lot of good players who do who fit into an actual team for good shooting <laughs> for once good shooting step out and hit it Dirica can shoot threes all that whole wing rotation that's what they do they shoot and they defend Lexi good defender Stephanie Talbot good defender Katie Lou <laughs> but still yeah and then they have two point guards you know, Lacia is probably a bit of a gamble. Only, you know, one good season over the past, I don't know, over since like maybe 2017 or so. No, she was all right in 2018 with Connecticut. But yeah, beyond that, you know, Jasmine Thomas, this is probably the perfect kind of team for Jasmine Thomas. A lot of shooters surrounding her is is all right. Has, and great defender, her. Lacia Clarendon, good defender, was really good in, in Minnesota when she was defending. I like this team a lot. Where does Kennedy Carter fit in for you? On some other Gosh, team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you did you catch Kurt oh, Miller's yeah, uh, Kurt tweet about her? Like, her quote? Let's see if she fits into the team. Or I'm going to bring this something up. Something that was incredibly vague. It was, it was not. Vague uh, to the point of evasion. The question. Yeah, it was. Here, let me see if it I can like find Kathy it. It was like Kathy Engelbert-esque response, we can say. 
Damn. Yeah, it, I, I can't find it, but it was it was really I just saw it and I was like, oh wow, all right, you're it's not going to be around. It was like, yeah, Kennedy Carter is on the team, <laughs> is under contract. Oh dear, no, I have a feeling that Kennedy is going somewhere else, which is too bad. But I I do get the feeling that it, it did seem very much a case of. The people in the organization were like, yeah, no, we don't want her here. Just not a really good sign for her. Because that's, that's the second organization that has said, no, we don't want her here. So yeah, yeah, somewhere else, unfortunately, sadly. I don't know where. Michael, any thoughts? I love the retool. I'm just ready to see the floor product, especially there's no Derek Fisher. And there's no distractions with, with Liz. And yeah, veteran coach, coach who has coached really good teams. Yep. And we, I, I think he'll figure it out. We were talking about NECA needing, you know, another, another good run. Cause she's too good to be on, stuck a, on, on a, a bad team. Yeah. Stuck on a bad team in a, in a team. That's just like a ragtag team of parts that don't necessarily go together or really major deficiencies in one area, you know, that just hurts them overall. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Any, any other thoughts on the sparks? All right. We go to the New York Liberty. <laughs> it, 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 it feels like, it feels like we talked about this, but we didn't actually, this happened after have signed Brianna Stewart. We don't have, well, no, are signing Brianna Stewart. They have not signed Brianna Stewart yet but they are going to, and they are also going to sign Courtney Vandersloot. The real question is, why hasn't it happened yet? Because they are taking pay cuts. (laughs) Well, reportedly, Stewie is is going to take a pay cut to help put this all together. But it still hasn't happened yet. And I'm wondering if they're trying... Yeah, that's ex- right. we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Yeah, I think I think they're trying to move Benijah. And I tweeted this today. Whoever takes Benijah should demand either Marine Johan or Han Shu. And I hope it's Han Shu because free Han Shu between behind Brianna and Jonquil Jones. And Stephanie Dolson, who's not going anywhere, I've heard some people contemplate, oh, well, they'll they'll trade Stephanie Dolson. They're not trading away Brianna's Yukon buddy who who did a lot of recruiting for them to get her there in the first place. Hanshu is going to be the fourth in that list. So she's going to be playing like 15 minutes per game, and that just will not stand. I refuse. Hanshu was top 20 big for me, assuming she would get some playing. I, yeah, I think Hanshu is, is really great, obviously, from how she played last year. And really promising. And I think that she is the kind, the style of player that could fit in practically anywhere if there's room and time enough for her to play. So if somebody takes Benajah, demand Hanshu or demand Marine Johan, one of those two. And uh, Hanshu is on the phone as we speak. Do it. Do it. Get Benajah, get Hanshu. That was where, that was also uh, because the Sky Show said, where do you want her to see her going? And I went, or, and, and he, and no, he, he responded to somebody asking me and he said, Chicago, and you know what? I said, you know what? I love that idea. I really, really do. I think that would be a great place for her to go. And Benajah, Benajah would fit in too on that team. She was here so, once. <laughs> do it. Hopefully she liked it. 
I thought I was for sure. I, I for sure thought Benajah was actually going to wind up going back to Indy. I could just see that happening. But don't do not take that salary without getting one of those two players. Don't let them just sit there and build a team and just like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hide Tanshu, one of the breakout players from last year, and only play her fifteen minutes a game. Marina Johan, Marine will still get time and and you know the opportunity to be be really really good. But Hanshu is going to get buried, and I hate that. So get her out of there. Somebody take her, please. Anyway, that's my thought. Yeah, obviously, this is, you know, there's a lot more to say about the New York Liberty, and I think we'll discuss it when we get to actual team reviews. But MJ, why don't you just tell us how excited you are that this is happening? I kind of manifested this. I'm, yes. I'm sorry, Becky. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very excited. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. That they're, they're loaded. And I can't wait to see how they mesh. It's, it's really, to me, really going to look like another Seattle Storm team, if we're being honest. Just minus, like, maybe someone being as explosive at times as a Jewel Lloyd. And I mean it in a good way. Like, she can just go off sometimes, even though she's been, you know, she had like but a so can, so can Sabrina. Yeah, she can. But it's, it's, I mean, I won't say it's not similar. Yeah, she can. She can. So it's, it's the same build. It's just on the East now. So. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be an adjustment, obviously, because now we're bringing in like a whole new point guard from one place and we're bringing in Brianna Stewart from another place. And, you know, they like Salute and Stewie have played together overseas. And so is with John Quell. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe, it, maybe it is, but you're still mixing Sabrina into that whole thing. And, you know, they're, they're, I have a feeling there's going to be like over deferential for a while until they figure out how the pecking order is going to work. And I can already tell you how the pecking order is going to work because I pay real close attention to Brianna Stewart. Let Sabrina orchestrate. Brianna Stewart is, it seems like even like Olympic teams kind of coalesce and everybody plays a little subservience to her. This is not in any way a criticism. Brianna Stewart is just that good. Like the only teammate that I've seen her not subside to her is Asia on those Olympic teams. Asia still, you know, plays a main role and goes and gets hers. But on UMMC and other Olympic teams, it's Brianna has a certain gravity around her. And it makes sense because she is that good. So I, I, I am kind of wondering, you know, we're going to see how everybody's numbers get affected in that way. Because she is going to be the center of attention, I believe. Becky, what do you think? This one was very hard for Courtney hmm. Vandersloot has been the Chicago Sky for a very long time. And one of the things that was so just wonderful about that championship that they won was that with being a fan of the Sky for many years when they were bad, <laughs> and Courtney Vandersloot was that connecting force through all of it and stuck it through. Yeah, all-time player, all-time Chicago Sky player. The franchise. But she deserves. I'm very excited to watch her with Dewey and John Quell, who she's played with overseas. I get nerves both for Flute and John Quell Jones, who I think are already players that get kind of underappreciated compared to how good they are with mm-hmm. two players that take up a lot of the marketing promotional oxygen. That's um, true. Very good point. So, yeah, I just hope that when we talk about Super Team, all, all four of those Super Team members get um, what they deserve in terms of that. I would just hate for Courtney's light to be dipped by playing next to a, a guard who gets left. 
I'm still, I'm still bummed they didn't both choose Seattle. I would have really liked that. Yeah, because then John Quayle would get her shine in New York. She would be the primary big, and you create two really good teams. Like John Quayle would make New York great anyway, and then Seattle would be another one that would be really, really good. So, and also, I was just thinking, like knowing all the moves that LA made. You imagine Candace on that team. That would be incredible. Yeah. Onus, Onus Sparks. Yeah. Ooh, we. Yeah. So I know I, that goes against my own vested interests, but it would have been really cool. Anyway, the Liberty. You yeah, should Liberty. Leave time. <laughs> I will. I will add in some more Charlie Brown music to this podcast. Okay. Just take a moment for the <laughs> the sky and the storm <laughs> fans to process. I'll just put it right. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyway, Phoenix Mercury, nothing big. The biggest deal was Sophie Cunningham signing back on for, for two years. Is if you got the if you got the deets, I forgot what it was for her contract details. I know it was protected. And then Sam Thomas, Megan Gustafson, training camp contracts. Meg is back. Pancake is back. Happy about that. And a big shout out, congratulations to the Phoenix Mercury Twitter team who love 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 sophie cunningham they must be so happy so good for them i'm glad and yeah that's 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 been about it so far in terms of that obviously we expect bg back it's kind of interesting that diana hasn't signed yet but maybe she's she's busy or whatever maybe they're still trying to figure out if they can make this team any better for next season but that's just been it so far any thoughts I, like many others, was excited that Sophie Cunningham was not on my team. It's not on our team. To say the thing that, if you don't know, she's made transphobic before, supported them before, yes. and not apologized for it. And that's why we don't like her. <laughs> I remember Joseph Zucker tweeting out a checklist for the storm, and one of the checklists was, don't sign Sophie Cunningham. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but these, you know, doesn't look like they've made a lot of moves, but we know that Brittany Griner and Diane Taurasi are coming back. Yeah. They both said so already. I kind of imagine Shea Petty's a restricted free agent. I'll imagine she'll be back too. Yeah, they extended a qualifying offer. It, it just has not been signed yet. And maybe that could be a deal of just trying to negotiate a deal for more money. I think she's worth it. I don't know how serious her injury is or how, how long it's expected to keep her out for this upcoming season that she got hurt in the playoffs. So there's that to factor in. But yeah, I, I figure if they're, if they're going to sign her, it's not just going to be for the qualifying offer. I think that they would give her a little more than that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Michael, any thoughts? No, I'm just waiting to see if they do something more than just Sophie. You know. I, I will say, just with BG coming back and the way that the league is looking, Phoenix could be just like right back into it just with what they have. Because they, they, they got a top three player. Yeah. So, and and like one of the the big ones, and yeah, I mean, you you kind of worry about about D being responsible for so much of the perimeter offense. Maybe maybe Mabry goes there. Oh boy, what a what a trio that would be. There's also the big elephant in the room with Skylar Diggins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who has is ready to cryptic Instagram post yes. her stats and who had some things to say about her coach. Hey. 
Hang on, hang on, hang on a second. Yeah, she's uh, she's she doesn't seem very happy with. Hang on, I'm gonna bring this up because if if you guys didn't know, so the quote is: "A wise man once said, we can settle this like you got some class, or we can get into some gangster shit." For those that don't know, this is a quote from a black exploitation film called The Mac, classic, maybe one of the first ones. No, I haven't seen it. I don't I've think. seen it. I've seen it. It's one of my favorite genres. I love black exploitation films. Okay. Yeah. So if if you didn't know, that's where that that's where that quote comes from. It's just funny. It's just I love I love it when when players get like super passive aggressive like that. So obviously she's it feels like she's trying to work a way out. I think that's going to be really difficult just with her salary. Somebody has to be able to take that on and know she's very likely not going to play this year much yeah, this year if at all but her season this past season like she's yeah. still got it oh yeah definitely uh, that's the other thing is that this is yeah. it's the final year of her deal so even if you take her salary you also need to be able to negotiate to get her to sign some more and it's not like phoenix has a bunch of assets that like oh we'll take skylar diggins smith and also who what what are the the young who is the young talent that you're going to send along with her uh, to, rookie to, team member Sam Thomas. Oh, rookie team member Sam Thomas. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Sam Thomas is never going to live that down. I know. <laughs> Sorry, really be Sam. Up with that one. <laughs> God. All of ten minutes in the season, Sam Thomas. No, but yeah, there's no, there's no real like you know, no carrot to dangle to take that salary for basically for basically nothing. To, to just hold on to it for a year and then have to negotiate with her. And I'm sure Skylar has, you know, very particular thoughts on where she would want to go. Even though it'd be awesome if she went to Dallas, but I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't she even know where the ideal... back to Dallas? I know. No, she's definitely not. But for a while there, they had a team that was like, all they needed was that a point guard to direct all of these young players who are wild and out and, you know, shooting, jacking up shots. She would have been perfect. And now they've kind of, they kind of papered over that a little bit. They have, they have Crystal Dangerfield and they have Veronica Burton. It's not, it's not time for, to bring a veteran point guard back in, but yeah, somewhere Minnesota. Yeah. This is yeah. The, the wings things is why uh, Greg Bibb is my nemesis. <laughs> players <laughs> want out of there. That's, that's very true. Him. We're blaming Greg. All right. But yeah, she's yeah, in Minnesota. That'd be, that'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. Her Olympic coach. Anyway, MJ, any thoughts? None. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, Seattle, another team that has just been going through it this offseason. Did get a bit of good news today. Apparently, Mercedes Russell is healthy and cleared and will be starting the season in training camp. Hooray. Very scary for a while there. Those unexplained injuries that leave you like dizzy and unable to function. They, they did some sort of surgery on her. I can't remember what it was for. But it supposedly is was what she needed, and it looks like it worked, which is great. They signed Kia Nurse to a two-year deal. It was have, today, wasn't it? Mm, yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Okay. They brought back Hold Sammy Wick. Hold on, that's Wick. my cue. Yeah, that's I'm your cue. Yeah, I was, I was like... Five over two years. <laughs> okay. Yeah, protected. Sammy Whitcomb, two-year deal. Also 142.5 and then 140. Oh, there you go. 
All right. Yeah, yeah we did predict that. I, I I said Sammy Whitcomb should go back to Seattle. Seattle fans. I yeah, think, you did. You know, after losing Brianna to have Sammy Whitcomb come back. Like, yeah, Joseph Joseph really Zucker, again, Twitter's resident big Seattle fan, was very, very happy. They assigned Arella Grantis, which a lot of people are happy with or is signing. No details reported. I imagine that's going to be a training camp contract, I'm guessing. And then and uh, Kayla Charles also. That's a good one, too. I like that. She was basically kind of bumped out of of Connecticut based on salary. It's just a salary cap casualty. Didn't really catch on anywhere else. I think she played a bit in Atlanta, but didn't really stick. One thing we'll say about this year, a lot of these kind of fringe players who weren't able to stick are going to get, somebody's going to get a solid chance. And we may see some new surprises or, you know, players coming all of a sudden showing something that they weren't really able to because somebody's going to get the time to do it. So that's kind of exciting. And then Ezzy Magbagor, a two-year deal. You want to announce this one? I got the numbers if you don't have Oh, them. it's not on her hoop stats yet. <laughs> oh, Richard did tweet it, though. 159.650 for the first year and then lowered to 155 for the second. That is a tremendous deal. It should be pointed out that she was also under a reserve contract. So this takes her one year into restricted free agency. So it's basically, imagine if she had a minimum salary for this year, which a lot of people signed for the reserve contract. And then she gets paid for next year. They just basically split that up, gave her more money this year, a little less next year. A smart deal. I think that's a really great deal for Seattle. It does give her her money about as much as she would make over the next two years anyway. And uh, yeah, yeah, really smart. Really nice. Good job, Seattle. Happy that Ezzy's back in the fold with them. That's good. I do think this team has a lot, a lot of way to go. They, they, they're only seven signed players, so it's really incomplete at this point and and we're going to have to see who else they add to get a good read on them but so far what are what are you thinking how do you feel about this becky yeah just not much has happened yet but i i am really excited about sammy whitcomb being back and i'm really excited that they got Eddie back just two great players and personalities to have on your team and very very happy for baby brothel because she had a really really good 2021 season mm-hmm. and so hopefully she'll be back in form then you know kind of Jewel Lloyd you have now yeah we're gonna gonna see her at the really have to be the best player on the team for the first time yeah because in 2019 when when Stewie was out Natasha Howard kind of jumped into that role very well I might add but now it's it's Jewel's time there's there's nobody who I think is going to go take up the scoring load. So that'll be really interesting. How about you, MJ? I like that we're we're like the manifestation station. <laughs> like you you mentioned Sammy going back to Seattle. You said that. Yeah, I did. So yeah, now I'm going to say Tiffany's <laughs> to Connecticut. Okay. Hotshoe <laughs> somehow to Chicago. Okay. Becky, I like that. I, I don't know where we were. We're where do we want Marina Mabry? Let's make let's make this happen somehow. Let's <sighs> manifest her somewhere. Actually, I like her in Seattle. I was I was DMing back and forth with Storm Chasers and and because he was like, you know, we were like contemplating like who are you going to get to play point guard for the team? Like who's going to be the main ball handler? And I'm like, yeah, why don't you make an RFA offer for 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 Marina? Marina. They're like, yeah, yeah we I think we'd have to do the max to get her away from them. And I'm like, yeah, just do it then. Do it two year two year max. Why not? Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, the, I mean, you get an exciting player, fun player. If if Jewel decides not to come back, 
and then you're bottoming out, you still have a fun player. And if not, you got your backcourt set. So why not? And make Dallas push their chips in. You want to keep Marina Mabry, max her out. So also Marina I'm Mabry, whoever <laughs> her agent is, I think you chose correctly in not taking that four year, fourth year guarantee, making the deal in the middle of the season. Because I think somebody is going to bite and try and sign her for a lot of money. So I think she made the right call. Yes, sir. Yeah. Especially how she uh, progressed over the latter part of the season, too. Once uh, Rike went out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, especially that portion where she was like really in tune with the team and, and like not taking terrible shots. She looked, yeah, good. yeah. But, but no, to, to finish the Seattle part, like, yeah, I'm happy for Mercedes because I think I thought, I feel like they were banking on her last year, which is probably why Tina Charles came in there. Yeah. Um, they didn't, that they, I, I also told Storm Chasers, I thought they, I thought the Aces dodged a bullet when they signed Tina Charles. Because I knew that Tina Charles was not going to be uh, be able to defend Asia. So I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> very much. And yeah, I was no. right. Yeah. Yeah, Tina Charles was was not much in that series at all. So, yeah. Of course, I like the Ezzy part, too. So, yeah. She's, she's on the up and up. If anything, she might be second option. I can see once, her making an all star team this year. Yeah, once it's all said and done, it's like Jewel and and her right now. So yeah. Marina, go ahead and go to Seattle. Yeah. It's gonna uh, get out the way. All right. Final team. Washington Mystics. We know about Brittany Sykes. Shatori Walker Kimbro. This is this it surprised me that this was guaranteed. She got a two year deal guaranteed. Do we have the numbers on that or no? I do. Ninety five thousand for one year guaranteed and then next year is unguaranteed. Oh really? Next year's nine seven eight. I didn't even realize that was possible. Guaranteed. Her hoop stats. That's all I have. Well, I believe them. Stats.com. They're very good, and I trust them with my life. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I was actually kind of wondering if that was possible. Now I know. That is a very, very interesting contract. I do think it's interesting that this year was guaranteed as well for her. But, you know, it's probably kind of a thank you for, like, being there. She's been there off and on for a few years now. So that was probably like, here, we're going to guarantee this. For services rendered. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, they rescinded their qualifying offer to Rui Mashida. This was done as a, a we know we're not going to have room for you. We're giving you the ability to go out and and find your own deal. So it was kind of a favor to, to her for what they were doing. I, I hope a team picks her up. That would be really, really awesome. I would just, I will buy the jersey. Any teams out there, if you happen to come across this, you get at least one jersey sale out of it. Wherever she goes, I'll pick it up. Tiana Hawkins, training camp contract. Alicia Jenkins who played in the Wubble for a few teams, training camp contract. And then, of course, they've got, now they got negotiated rights to Amanda Zowie B. And she is reported to sign, have signed, or will be signing a one-year deal, according to Kareem Copeland, who covers the team. And then Stephanie Jones, Brianna Jones' sister, training camp contract. This is kind of a little bit of a shuffling of, of chairs for the, the bench. Also, I don't know that much. Jones, is, training huh? contract. Jazz, Jasmine Jones, training oh, contract. One of my okay, I missed players. that one. Great vibe. Her and yeah. Sykes just like rocketed the vibes up on this team, which didn't have bad vibes at all. But to even increase that, we're we're getting increased vibes. Vibes. Cloud and Brittany Sykes hanging together. This is true. Fun. This is that is a high vibes team. MJ, any thoughts? No, I'll just I second what what Becky said. It's not too much more to add right now. Zowie B is interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, are they, but are they finished? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what's left to do. As much as they, they rescinded their qualifying, I guess Shatori is going to be, serve as the backup point guard. Okay. Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't do bad. She did actually pretty, she did really good last year, to be honest. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's all right. That's I my just, really solid player. I, I just yeah, hope in general, she is pretty much. Yeah. And I hope Amanda is like cemented now. Like she's not going to keep getting shuffled around the league. Cause usually when stuff like that happens, that means that no one has like real value for you. And I think that she still has something to offer to, to the game. So, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. She's, she was very, very solid defensively. Uh, two years ago, stuck on that god awful Liberty team, you know, yep. and I was screwed over by LA. So I yeah. to get playing time on a good team. Yeah, yeah. So what you could do. Yeah, I hate that. I somebody get rid of that rule, that suspended contract ended rule. It's, it's gotta, it's gotta work out differently than it did. Isn't that the prior prioritization? No, 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 no. This is this is so. If you're in the final year of your contract, but you don't finish the season with your team. Oh, uh, yeah. it, it basically rules that year out. And then next year you are, you, you are at their mercy. Essentially they can offer you whatever they want. It's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just bad. I don't like it. I don't like that rule. Like if you want to carry the, the salary year forward to the next year, that makes more sense and give the team the option to opt out of it, but don't be like that. All right. Never mind your contract from last year. It's it's gone because you didn't finish the season. The rule has only applied when teams have been like a real bind and it just screws yep. over the players. Yep. And it just seems like there must be some other way to work this out. Yeah, I because agree. Because it's the team being in a bind and then they get to that means they get to screw you over even more next year. Like it's weird. Why does all of the value go to the team? Yeah, you want They're if you want players to make the league the league a priority, then don't throw this BS at them. Yeah, I mean, no wonder that Gabby Williams is like, well, I'm not going to make the league a priority. Yep. But she got screwed over. Yep. But she doesn't have to be mad. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, it's going to ruin, like, I mean, AZB just might be like, forget this. You know, especially if if it really, you know, her her deal this year comes down to being less. She really did want to come back and play in the, the W, though, per Twitter. She was like, quite a few times saying, I wish I was playing in the league right now. So... I hope she sticks around. The Mystics are an organization that seems a lot more functional. They're they're on the ball for sure. So, uh, and that could be fun. I mean, like her that. playing alongside EDD. You asking me? No, that wasn't a question. Oh, oh. <laughs> but uh, any any? Do you have any other thoughts, MJ or or Becky? No, I don't have any. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see what else because this we're not done. No, you know, like not. It's, definitely not. We have, I think it's going to be another splash or two once the draft, either like right before it or during the draft. And, and yeah, then, we have Tip and Mabry are the, still the two biggest names that are going to fall. It, is Tina Charles coming back? Where could she go? Is Skylar going to blow anything up? Is Skylar going to, yeah, <laughs> spill some tea? <laughs> It's still a lot to be resolved. So, and it's then, a lot. 
man never mind. we're, we're in like I'm, the middle I'm, of a soap opera we're like yeah through the it, season of a soap opera and we need the the rest to happen to find and out when when has it been like this this is this is very exciting this this WNBA off season the off season is like really really exciting yeah and so and i just want to say for everybody out there who's like oh this season it's going to come down to two teams those three game series man anything can happen you go back and you look go go and go onto wikipedia and go look through the playoffs when they had this format before a lot of teams got upset yes three game series is nothing you get an injury at the wrong time just a cold shooting whatever anybody could go down it's it's not a lot to recover from you get that that one game you lose one game at home and then suddenly you're on the road and it's all to play for in that road game Uh, so i think a lot of people must perceive when teams come together like this like they're just going to be the second coming of the Houston Comets or something like that. Yeah. And that just isn't, that hasn't been the case since then, really. I mean, and maybe Maya Moore ran off a few, but that wasn't, I mean, that was a really great team. <laughs> yeah. But, that, that, the four were like all WNBA caliber players. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, so. I guess the links and like the comments, but th- those are generational superstars like Cynthia Cooper and like Maya Moore, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I'm not yeah. saying that Brianna isn't one, not saying that Aja and Candace and, but it's, it, I don't think it's to that. And the league is, is just like much stronger than it was back then. Yeah. I think it's like, stronger and it's deeper. It's yeah. Cause it was fresh at the end too. You know, it was like, oh, let's just take the best of the best and just throw them on teams and let's see what happens. And, and some teams just wound up with the, the best of the best, like. They developed into that. And mm-hmm. it just everything has to be right. The situation has to be right. The coaching has to be right. The fit, all of, of the chemistry, everything. So, yep. you know. You got it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sleeping on anybody. And it, it's really like that middle class now. It's it's all to play for. I think everybody is. There's like really real opportunities for a team that we might be overlooking now. And all of a sudden, they they gel or something. And then we we have a three seed that looks dangerous. Washington, Mike Tebow came out and said it. He said, they, they still have to play against us and we have a really good defense. He's right. Like th- that defense can ruin you. It can really disrupt you. And there, there might not be an answer for that. So it's just that kind of thing. I think this is going to be a very, very fun season. And I think that we're going to see some breakout stars that might not have gotten an opportunity otherwise. Fully agreed. There you go. That was Snap Soapbox. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Does anybody think anybody have anything else before we wrap it up? It is 949, so I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Makes sense. All right, everybody. This has been the sixth pot of the year. Free agent frenzy edition. I'm sorry we went long. I think we had a little bit too much at the beginning. My bad. I'm so sorry. I will get this back on track in terms of time-wise. But hope you guys are having a great week out there. I hope you're excited about the season as we are. And we will be back to discuss more stuff. Yes, in and the prayers, prayers to everybody in the quake as well. Yeah, yeah, everybody, Turkey, Syria. I'm so happy that, you know, in ter- just in terms of WNBA players getting, getting injured, just another reason to make it more palatable for them to come play and make the United States their home yeah. in the offseason as well. Just, it's it's heartbreaking. Anyway, yeah, prayers definitely for everybody in that region. It's looking really, really bad, but yeah. Just, I don't know what else to say. But in the meantime, that's been it for the sixth podcast of the year. I'm Snap Wilson for Robococo and Jay Tolliver. I hope you're all 
having a great week. Hug your loved ones. Just life is precious. And stay safe out there. Peace out. Peace out.